Hey, this is Monty Nero, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's not really Friday, and we're going to talk about what you want to talk about. So... I know the show is going up super late, and I apologize. Um, we'll get into it a little bit more next week, but with all the cancellations and everything, um, my life has been a little chaotic. And I, you know, you have to prioritize. And as much as I love doing this, I needed, I was needed elsewhere and doing other things. But we're gonna wrap up Mario Week by looking at the other part of his history and some of his other games, and then yeah, that way we can move on to. Next week, which is now this week. Time travel is funny, huh? So, we talked about all of Mario's games and his origins being named after an angry landlord and stuff. And how he had um, so many, so many successful games. Well, what I think also really, really speaks to the greatness that is Mario is how you can put him in any game. And, and it'll work, you know, it doesn't just have to be a platformer or, uh, you know, side-scroller, things like that. We've seen him in, there's Mario Pinball Land, which was a pinball game. There was Dr. Mario, which is awesome. I love, love Dr. Mario. Um, it might be my favorite puzzle game. It's up there with Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, probably is my, my favorite. He even... Went to the RPG side with like Super Mario RPG and Paper Mario. And there was also like Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, Super Paper Mario, and then Sticker Star, Color Splash, just all sorts of ones. It's again another great series that he has that just keeps going and living on. Um, even in like the Mario and Luigi games, which are kind of RPG, you know, they're kind of a blend of a bunch of things. You've seen a bunch of those on like Game Boy Advance, uh, the DS, the 3DS, and everything, and they even crossed over and did like the Paper Jam, which was kind of cool. Uh, you've got all the sport games he's done, you know, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario Baseball, Mario Strikers, those are all great. Mario Kart, I guess that's technically a, a sport, kart racing, and... That's been dividing friendships since 1992. You know, it's still a wonderful game. I mean, I've said many times in the past couple of months that last year we only played our Switch for like seven or eight hours. And a good chunk of that was flying to and from Vegas. I mean, probably two hours of it. To and from Vegas playing uh, Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart 8. Because what else are you going to do on a plane? And it's just a fun game that you can keep playing, uh, replay over and over and over. Everybody has their favorite levels and stuff. Another game that divides people is the Mario Party series. These are a bunch of mini games. And I remember when the game very first came out way back when in uh, like 1998. I didn't know how that was going to go, what was going to be, 
how, how people are going to receive just a, like a party game, all these mini games. Well, I would have lost that bet because Mario Party is a huge, huge success. I mean, um, Super Mario Party just came out a couple of years ago, and then there's all sorts of different versions of it and everything. So people just love, 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 love those games. Then you've also got the really strange games like uh, Mario is Missing and Mario's Time Machine, Mario Teaches Typing. I remember we did Mario Teaches Typing. We didn't have that Mavis, what's her face? We had Mario. And this is back, it ran from like 88 to 96. And these games just taught you typing. But as you typed, he would run through the level and and do everything you know jump and do what you needed him to do and that was i don't know that was kind of cool and then the the missing and time machine and early years those were some of the games where you would uh bowser or somebody would steal all these things across the world it was kind of like their answer to where in the world is carmen san diego because you'd have to travel around the world and use clues and figure out, you know, what was going on, who was doing what, uh, what part of the world you were in. And they were different. They weren't my favorite. But it's, it's what it is. In Japan, they had a game called I'm a Teacher, Super Mario Sweater. And you could design a sweater and the company would make it. So that's... Mario's all over the place, really. Uh, there was a painting game he did uh, that had like this weird little brush and tablet that came that you attached to your Super NES, I remember. And yeah, just all all over the place. It's been neat. Probably one of the n neatest, as a video game fan, probably one of the neatest game franchises I, I mean mario is a franchise but like we talked about within that he has his own franchises like mario kart and paper mario and stuff has got to be mario and sonic at the olympic games these games i mean as a kid you grew up i grew up it was mario or sonic you know you had your nintendo or your sega and i was always i mean i always had nintendo's but i was more of a sega person still am to this day but Seeing these two come together, I thought it was a really neat spin on the Olympics. You know, the Olympics are about friendly competition and bringing people together. And it started with uh, the Beijing Olympics. The game was released in 2007 with the Olympics being in 2008. And they did another one in 2010. Um, they did for the... London Olympics in 2012, and I, I think that they said they're going to keep making them. So we'll see if there's Olympics this year. Maybe they'll make them. It'll be interesting. And Mario's even browsed out to other games. You know, you see him in Mike Tyson's Punch Out. He's the referee. He's in NBA Street, uh, SSX on tour. He's shows up just as statues and background stuff in so many Zelda games. Even in Metal Gear Solid, you get to see a little Mario Easter egg. And 
that that's cool, you know, that other gaming companies and stuff realize that, hey, Mario's kind of the reason we're here, and let's let's have some fun with it. That's we when we we talked about his movie the other day, but we didn't talk about the TV show. So Mario first showed up in the Saturday Supercade, which had a bunch of little shorts in it and stuff. And um, this was when he was still fighting Donkey Kong. But then you had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which had live-action bookends and had the animated stuff in the middle. And there he was played by Captain Lou Abano, who was a wrestler. And that was my favorite. It was... Uh, you know, growing up watching it in the late 80s, early 90s, this is it and TMNT, that, that's where it was at. Um, they did a Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 animated series. It it was like one season. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but, you know. So, yeah, Mario has been all over the place. He's any kind of game you can think of, he's done it any kind of record he's probably hit it he's awesome you know he was even at the olympic games when they did the um japan games a few years ago he was like the official mascot like he was part of the closing ceremonies um before in the 2016 the in brazil but then in 2020 in the opening once he like came out the the prime minister like dressed as Mario and came out of a, a warp pipe and did all this stuff. So Mario's just really awesome and he deserves his own day. And I, I love him. But that's gonna do it. We could keep talking. We can talk about like how Mario Mario came about and Luigi Mario and everything, but we've talked enough Mario. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for the Night Nerd. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. And we will see you next time. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the 